booster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. It's just scary. Two police officers come under fire as they attempt to stop a vehicle suspected in an earlier shooting. Every New Yorkers following the election of Kathy Hochul as governor tell the New York Post they're demanding Hochul wake up and address crime in the Big Apple. Hurricane Nicole makes landfall in Florida with mandatory evacuation orders in place and fears of buildings collapsing. President Biden touts Democratic wins in Tuesday's midterms following the absence of that anticipated red wave. Saturday Night Live writers boycotting due to comedian David Chappelle's planned appearance as host. Two NYPD officers came under gunfire as they tried to pull over a vehicle in Brooklyn, possibly connected to an earlier shooting Wednesday afternoon. Shots were fired at Rockway and Shore Parkways in the Canarsie section. Neighbor Shamika Edwards spoke to ABC7. It's just scary um, being so close and knowing that it's early as daylight. Children are getting off of school. We're here with the kids. So it's very scary knowing that it's happening in daylight. Two suspects, a man and a woman, fled in a black Mercedes going east on Rockaway Parkway before they abandoned it at Pennsylvania Avenue and Seaview Avenue. So far, no arrests have been made and the investigation is ongoing. Those officers taken to a hospital in stable condition, suffering just minor injuries. The New York Post spoke to New Yorkers all around the Big Apple in the aftermath of Kathy Hochul's election as New York's governor. The publication said fed-up New Yorkers are begging Hochul to wise up and take action on crime in New York City and in the city's subway system. Hochul routinely downplayed concerns about rising crime in the Big Apple during the close race versus Republican Congressman Lee Zeldin. In the final stretch of that campaign, Zeldin accused Hochul and former President Bill Clinton of laughing and joking about subway crimes at an event for Hochul the weekend before the election. Meanwhile, Hochul accused Zeldin of hyperventilating over the key issue and trying to scare people. He has been hyperventilating, trying to scare people for months. And New Yorkers are on to it. All the legitimate media organizations have called him out for what he is doing, fear-mongering. And it's not just here in New York. That has been the Republican playbook all across this country. All you need to know is that the Democratic states in the Big Apple, according to the NYPD, crime is up over 30 percent. Crime in the subway up over 40 percent. Hochul and state Democrats have taken heat for lax, controversial state bail laws, allowing potentially dangerous defendants right back out onto the streets. Meanwhile, Zeldin conceded the race yesterday. Hurricane Nicole made landfall in Florida as a Cat 1 hurricane early this morning at the south of Vero Beach. States of emergency are in effect for some 45 counties in Florida. Condos are in danger of collapsing in the Daytona area with evacuations in place because beaches already eroded from Hurricane Ian are being further damaged by Nicole. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis confident more than enough resources are in place to respond to Nicole. The Florida National Guard has activated 600 guardsmen, and we have seven urban search and rescue teams on standby and ready to respond if needed. As of 3 a.m., Nicole had maximum sustained winds of 75 miles per hour. 
Hurricanes are rare in November. Only two have been recorded previously since records began being kept in 1853. In his first speech since polls closed all around the country on Tuesday night, President Joe Biden called out detractors who said doubted his incessant optimism about Democrats' ability to stave off Republican wins in the midterm elections. The results, he said, during a press conference at the White House Wednesday are a sign American democracy is intact. Well, we had an election yesterday. And uh, it was a good day, I think, for democracy. And I think it was a good day for America. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a little horse. Our democracy has been tested in recent years, but uh, with their votes... Uh, the American people have spoken and proven once again that democracy is who we are. As of this morning, the U.S. Senate split 49 to 48 with three states still in play. And the U.S. House split right now 211 Republicans to 190 Democrats with 218 seats needed to win House control. The counting continues. There is unrest at 30 Rock over the decision to sign up Dave Chappelle to host Saturday Night Live this weekend. The New York Post says that some staff writers are so furious that the comedy superstar who's made transphobic and homophobic jokes that they're boycotting the episode. Chappelle last hosted the sketch comedy show back in 2020, where he joked about former President Trump's response to the COVID-19 pandemic. This man just suggests that I put sunshine directly in my body. Well, that's insane. He went further. What about some bleach? Some bleach directly in your body. Oh, boy. Secret Service is going to have to child-proof the White House now. He's trying to drink the bleach. (laughs) Mr. President, don't touch that stove. It's hot. The 2020 gig was well before Netflix released Chappelle's 2021 special, The Closer. It angered some viewers because many of Chappelle's jokes were aimed at the trans community. No comment from SNL. Former President Donald Trump ignored Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' crushing victory in the 45th president's election night remarks as other results spelled potential trouble for Trump's path to the 2024 GOP presidential nomination. Trump highlighting Florida Senator Marco, Marco Rubio's similarly large margin of victory. Instead, he spoke around 10 p.m. from his Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach as the national red wave predicted by most pollsters began to come up short. This has been a very exciting night. We have uh, some races that are hot and heavy and we're all watching them here. And some of you like the music so much that you'd rather hear the music, and I understand that very well. So we're doing combinations of both. I'd like to welcome the fake news media, which is back there. And Trump said earlier in the day that he voted for DeSantis, but the previous night he warned the popular conservative governor that he could hurt himself very badly by launching a presidential bid. Trump has Tuesday, November 15th, announcement about his 2024 election plans after flirting with the idea of announcing his third presidential campaign ahead of midterm voting to take credit for what was expected to be Republican gains. Instead, Trump was only able to congratulate Republicans. Well, the hard-fought Senate race in the state of Georgia is, in fact, heading into overtime. Neither Senator Raphael Warnock, the Democrat, nor Republican Herschel Walker received 50 percent of the vote, mandating a runoff under Georgia's election rules. Warnock has repeatedly called into question Walker's fitness for the office. Herschel Walker is neither ready nor fit to represent the people of Georgia in the United States Senate. Meanwhile, Walker has remained confident in his chances. So I'm going to tell Senator Warnock, don't let that door hit you in the bite side as you walk out of that room. That room don't belong to you, sir. That room belongs to the people. 
The outcome could tip control of the U.S. Senate. A runoff in Georgia was not entirely unexpected. The vast majority of polling in the race showed both candidates falling short of a majority in the lead up to Election Day. The mayor of a Louisiana parish running for re-election was killed in an Election Day crash hours before the polls were set to close. 84-year-old Melville Mayor Velma D. Hendricks died after a vehicle that she was in. She was a rear-seat passenger. It was struck by a Ram pickup truck, which state police said failed to yield as the driver tried to cross the westbound lanes of U.S. 190 in Point Bar. Charles Jagno, clerk of court for the St. Landry Parish, spoke to KATC in Louisiana. If no one qualifies, then the two top, uh, the top vote getter in the in the primary election uh, is declared the mayor. If someone else qualifies, then they'll have the election in December on the 10th. The driver of the SUV and three additional passengers suffered moderate to critical injuries and were transported to local hospitals for treatment. And state police in Louisiana say the man driving the pickup was not hurt and he has been cited for failure to yield and also not wearing a seatbelt. Hendricks was running for re-election in Tuesday's election against challengers Sheila Sam Londerno and Cartita Robertson with 100 percent reporting. She was projected to win the Melville mayoral race. Big layoffs announced at Meta, the parent company of Facebook, getting the axe 11,000 people or about 13 percent of its workforce. Meta is facing faltering revenue and broader tech industry woes, CEO Mark Zuckerberg explained in a letter to employees on Wednesday. Former White House speechwriter Darren Beatty spoke about the layoffs on the absolute truth with Emerald Robinson. Looks like they're necessary. And in fact, maybe there should be maybe there should be more, you know, in light of the layoffs we're seeing at Twitter uh, under Elon. It's really drawn attention to just how over bloated a lot of these tech companies have become. The job cuts come just a week after widespread layoffs at Twitter under its new owner, billionaire Elon Musk. There have been numerous job cuts at other tech companies that hired rapidly during the viral pandemic. Zuckerberg as well said that he had made the decision to hire aggressively, anticipating rapid growth even after the pandemic ended. This summer, Meta posted its first quarterly revenue decline in its history, followed by another bigger decline for the fall. A man already in custody in connection with last month's attack on the husband of U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was indicted Wednesday by a federal grand jury on charges of assault and attempted kidnapping. The charges against David DePape stemming from that October 28th break-in at Pelosi's San Francisco home are the same as but supersede those in an earlier federal complaint that was filed on October 31st. The assault roiled the political world days before the hotly contested midterm elections, the first nationwide election since the January 6, 2021 riots at the Capitol. The House Speaker spoke about the ordeal to CNN. So I run to the door and... I'm very scared. I see this Capitol Police, and they said, we have to come in to talk to you. And I'm thinking, my children, my grandchildren. I never thought it would be Paul because, you know, I knew he wouldn't be out and about, shall we say. Threats against lawmakers and election officials have been at all-time highs, and authorities have issued warnings about rising extremism in the U.S. Pelosi struck with a hammer during the attack. He's recovering at home following surgery for a skull fracture. Pelosi has said the attack on her husband will influence her decision on her political future. 77. 
WABC News Time, 515. Well, here's Justin Ellick with a look at sports. Well, thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with the early news sports update. Big action last night at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn as the Nets and Knicks met head-to-head for the first time this season for bragging rights in NYC. Fans in attendance were hoping for a close game, but they got anything but that as the Nets ran roughshod on the Knicks to the tune of a 112-85 to final score. Brooklyn rallied around the promotion of the new head coach Jacques Vaughn and showed to the basketball world that despite their early season struggles, they are still the Knicks' daddy. Pulling away by as much as 30 points after this Seth Curry three ball halfway through the fourth. Enough shooting from your best player. So that's, that's the challenge going forward. Curry gets the pick. Will he get rewarded? Yes, he will. That call courtesy of ESPN. What would be a Nets win without Kevin Durant doing Kevin Durant things? He clocked out with twenty uh, with a 29-point triple-double to become the first player since Michael Jordan to score at least 25 points in each of his team's first 12 games. Don't look now, but there might be some light at the end of this early season tunnel that Brooklyn has found itself in. No local action on the ice tonight, but all three teams do indeed play tonight. The Rangers have a 7 p.m. ice time in Detroit with the Red Wings, while the Devils will join the Blue Shirts in that time slot at home against the Ottawa Senators. As for the Islanders, they'll be uh, home in Elmont to welcome in the Arizona Coyotes a half an hour later at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And just like that, we've hit double digits on the NFL calendar as Week 10 is set to get underway tonight in Carolina. The Atlanta Falcons will pay the Panthers a visit on Thursday Night Football as two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Kickoff is set for 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time on Prime Video. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Here's Lou Dobbs with your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Wall Street coming off a post-midterm sell-off. The Dow Jones Industrials falling more than 600 points in yesterday's session. The October Consumer Price Index update coming today. More insight into the Federal Reserve's rate hike campaign and whether it's bringing down prices. September's data showed inflation still running at a 40-year high, four times the Fed's target rate. Wall Street forecasting initial jobless claims to rise with this week's update. Recent data missing targets the past several weeks, coming in much lower than economists forecast. This week's meta-announcement putting emphasis on what a bad year it's been for tech. The thousands of former meta employees joined Twitter, Tesla, Microsoft, and others looking for work in the industry. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Checking futures, they're mixed this morning. The Dow up 78 points or 0.24 percent at 32,606. S&P 500 has climbed 10 points. The Nasdaq up 31 and three quarter points. Gold down $4.30 an ounce at $1,709.40. As for crude oil, it is down 44 cents a barrel at $85.41. The WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. News time is 520. Lawyers for the suspected New York City subway shooter want his terrorism trial moved to Chicago. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard has more. Mr. James is entitled to a fair trial. 
and we will ensure that he receives one. 62-year-old Frank James is accused of setting off a smoke bomb before opening fire on a crowded Brooklyn subway platform that injured 29 people in April. James's lawyers say he won't get a fair trial with impartial jurors in New York due to the fact that his name was saturated throughout the media. They contend he was referred to on numerous occasions as a terrorist and argue citywide text messages sent out by the city's emergency management system could prejudice a jury. I'm Alex Barnard for the 77 WABC Early News. Lucky to be alive, a hiker who fell 300 feet off a trail and then down 60 feet down a mountain at Nyack Beach State Park was rescued the next day after a missing hiker report. More than two dozen first responders, including high-angle volunteer rescuers, responded, but they couldn't locate this hiker or his cell signal, and a park ranger ended up hearing screaming, calling for backup, leading to the man's discovery and his rescue. Donnie Fedorowski of the Rockland Paramedics spoke to NBC4 New York. We got a little water for him, and uh, we got some blankets for him. Uh, then we were assessing the best way out. There were several times where one of the rescuers, uh, the the path, the path that we made, that they made to get to us, uh, was collapsing. So we almost lost one of the rescuers trying to extract ourselves out. The man whose name hasn't been released is expected to make a full recovery. And investigators say the incident and rescue should serve as a big reminder to people never to hike alone. Nyack Beach State Park, a 61-acre stretch of riverfront along the Hudson River in Rockland County, popular spot for things like picnicking, bicycling, and fishing, as well as hiking. A 23-year-old Brooklyn man allegedly driving at 100 miles per hour has been indicted in the death of his passenger in the injuring of three other people after flipping and crashing his Tesla, which went airborne and landing in the parking lot of a senior center, prosecutors announced Wednesday. This driver, Jonathan Mikhailov of Gravesend, is accused of manslaughter, criminally negligent homicide, assault, reckless endangerment, as well as a list of other offenses in the June 10th, 2021 late night crash on National Drive in Mill Basin. Prosecutors allege Mikhailov was driving at 100 miles per hour when he missed a 90 degree turn onto Strickland Avenue, careened through a metal fence and hit two garbage dumpsters. And that impact sent the Tesla flying airborne for nearly 40 feet. It rotated midair, at which point the backseat passenger side of the car hit a retaining wall. The vehicle ultimately came to rest in the driveway of a senior living facility. Nobody in that facility was hurt. A passenger, 18-year-old Jack Levy, suffered a severe head trauma and died the day after the crash. Other people injured as well. Prosecutors say surveillance from the senior living community shows that collision and the speed at which Mikhailov was driving at the time, according to prosecutors. Connecticut residents want in on early voting. 77 WABC's Bob Brown explains. The ballot question seeking to change the Connecticut Constitution to allow early voting has been approved. An effort to challenge the early voting proposal was launched as the matter was being decided at the polls on Tuesday. A New Britain resident filing a challenge against the proposed amendment and a hearing is scheduled for next week. Currently, Connecticut is one of only a half dozen states without any form of early voting. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. Well, complaints about 5G towers meant to improve Internet service are starting to be installed in neighborhoods all across New York City, but some say they're an eyesore. 
The New York City Office of Technology and Innovation partnered with Link NYC to install 2,000 5G antenna towers over the next few years to bring free high-speed Internet across the five boroughs in underserved areas in Fort Greene. Honorable Renee Collymore with the Vanderbilt Block Association spoke to Fox 5. When I saw how huge it was and this monstrosity of an installation, I said, what is that? No one came to us to ask us if we wanted it, if we were concerned. A spokesperson with Link NYC says the company received extensive community input during the approval process despite complaints. New York State's mobile sports betting industry is outperforming every other state in the nation. 77 WABC's Noam Layden has the story. Those ads for sports betting sites are everywhere you look. More ways to bet, more ways to cash in, and more ways to cash out. The state has already collected more than a half a billion dollars in tax revenue since first launching the industry back in January. More than 11 million betting accounts have been created. Major League Baseball is the most bet on sport in New York. The NBA is a close second. For early news, I'm Noam Layden. An outbreak strain of the bacteria Listeria has infected 16 people in six different states, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. The outbreak strain has resulted in at least 13 hospitalizations and one death. Additionally, health officials say one infected individual suffered a pregnancy loss as a result of the sickness. The CDC says the outbreak strain has been found in some open packages of sliced meats. Sliced deli meats purchased from the international grocery chain net cost market locations in Brooklyn and Staten Island. Laboratory results and interviews with infected individuals have found that deli counter meats and cheeses are to blame in most of these reported cases. Investigators don't believe that net cost markets delis are the only source of the bacteria as it is likely a contaminated food introduced the outbreak strain into delis across multiple states. The first affected sample collected by the CDC related to this particular outbreak was in April of uh, actually 2021, April 17th, 2021. And the most recent sample was collected on September 29th, 2022 of this year. Harrison Ford movie franchise may head to television. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has the story. Disney's looking to bring Indiana Jones to the small screen. According to Variety, the company is aiming to develop a show based on the character for Disney+. Plus. There's no word on if it would serve as a prequel or sequel to the film franchise, or if it would tie into the upcoming latest film in the series. Star Harrison Ford has already stated he's done playing the character following the release of the film, which is set to come out next year. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. If you miss the top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.